Augmenters. Welcome to today's episode where we are here to talk about augmenting your mentoring in the medical world. Whether you're looking to improve your health or get into medicine, we have an awesome listener episode with Dr. Greg Katz. Dr. Greg Katz, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. So if there's somebody like, especially like a mentee, we're really into like peer mentoring. We call that aug mentoring as well. So like, even if you want to shout out like Persky or Bobby and be like, Hey, it was just nice to have somebody to bounce issues off of through this process. And, you know, having somebody in my corner when I would have a down day to like pick me up, it doesn't have to be strictly advice or like the power dynamics that most people think about in mentoring. Yeah, the peer support network component of what it's like to go through medical training is something that you realize if you watch medical TV shows, if you watch Grey's Anatomy, you have a really good sense of how important a supportive peer network is because training is really, really Grey's hard. Anatomy? I didn't quote it as much as I referenced okay, it, referenced but that's it. neither here nor there. Fair enough. But yeah. does that mean you have tissues that are a bit no. damp in your office because you sometimes turn on the episode? <laughs> <laughs> and which and which Grey's Anatomy character would be your mentor? I honestly, I, I've never seen a full episode of the show <laughs> live, but I just have a, sure. like, I have a sense of it's people going through medical training and experiencing the pure chaos and emotional ups and downs of not just a job that takes everything out of you, but you see people going through the most emotional circumstances of their lives and the depth of human suffering that you're exposed to working in a big hospital, taking care of really sick patients is profound. And it's not just how people deal with acute illness. It's how people deal with complicated social determinants of health and life circumstances that really just create a set of challenges that many of us probably listening to this podcast and definitely in the medical profession don't actually know what it's like to walk a mile in our patient's shoes. And the way that what you see with your patients and what is asked of you in terms of decision-making and pressure and hours and sleep deprivation leads to just these moments of emotional and mental depletion. And having a peer network of folks who are going through the same thing that you're going through, where when I was in residency and when I was in fellowship, we would get together and we would have a drink and people would just complain about work and tell stories with absurd gallows humor where you know the only way you get the only way you get through human suffering for a lot of us is you need to make inappropriate jokes about it and you need to really be able to laugh at the absurdity of the situations that you find yourself in because otherwise you'll just break down emotionally and it's it's too much to take and so the way that peer relationships provide support through what's asked of you and what you see is is invaluable throughout the process so would you say that one of your friends or many of them were mentors throughout your residency i think i had a ton of people who played a role uh, and, and, and medicine, you rotate through, uh, like, especially during training, you rotate through so many different settings and you work with so many different people for a few weeks at a time. And so in residency, you almost get a new job every two weeks or every four weeks because you work somewhere else. And then in fellowship, it's every four weeks or sometimes a little shorter than that. But in general, it's you have these brief periods of time where you're fully immersed in whatever the situation is. And it's, it's your world. And then the rotation ends and you move on and your world is completely different. And so you have these very brief, intense periods of emotional connection with the people you're working with at the time. And then that group totally changes and you have a brand new group of people who you develop 
these instant bonds with because you're going through the the, the chaos of, of what healthcare is. So Greg, I think what you just said was I was a very positive force in your life as your chickpea food business partner because I was a consistent thread through every single one of your rotations. That's so nice. Thank you for the compliment. You were definitely there for me in a way that very few people have been consistently over the course of my life. Uh, I mean that in a totally genuine way. There's something about suffering with somebody that bonds you to them uh, in, 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 a, in a really bizarre way. So Greg, does that mean that you and I both have the bonding of working with Jimmy? That's our suffering. suffering that's pool. exactly that's exactly what that means. Yeah, it's like the de- the deepest form of empathy you can have. I won't repeat what you told me when I asked you about having Jimmy as a business partner, but you were exactly spot on. <laughs> <laughs> all the good, all the good stuff, all the good stuff. Um, but Greg, I have a question for you that's a little bit outside of just being within the hospital. What about folks looking for? like mentoring around their health. They don't always have time to get support of a healthcare professional always, but knowing how down to earth digestible your content is, what kind of support do you think some of your readers would be interested in um, to help them get healthier? So getting healthy is very, very simple, but it's also really, really hard. And the difference between simple and complicated and easy and hard is something that I think a lot of us intuitively know, but we don't articulate all that often. And what I see with a lot of patients and with a lot of readers and just with a lot lot of my, my friends and peers is that life is hard and life is complicated and the obligations that we have some external but some also like internally reinforced prevent many of us from doing the things that we know we should be doing the hardest thing for people in terms of taking care of themselves whether it's physically or mentally or a combination of the two is going from not doing it to doing it a little bit and then once you do it a little bit it, like positive change tends to beget positive change and it snowballs in this, it, it can snowball in an awful way as it does when people develop a case of like the, oh, fuck it's, you know, I broke my, I broke. <laughs> that's a, that's I, I broke, a clinical term, isn't it? Is it a clinical it's term? It's a clinical term. It's like, yeah. I broke my diet. So fuck it. Let's have another slice of pizza. Let's have four beers. Let's, you know, it's, and then, oh, I didn't eat well last night. And so I'm not going to exercise today and I'm a little hungover. So why don't, what about a greasy breakfast sandwich? And you know, that cycle, all of a sudden you look up and it's a month later and you haven't worked out. And that I see that so much with, uh, with so many people, but positive change begets positive change. You know, I think all of that is so true in terms of how, what we kind of see is that, um, mentoring actually helps you sort of arrive at your potential, like what your life potential is. Greg, speaking of what you're talking about, like success begets success or activation continues on. Was there a specific person in your journey throughout the hospitals where they were able to help you see beyond that ICU, you know, a rotation where, you know, you're so in it and so deep and suddenly you, you said, Hey, you need to figure out what patients you want to take care of. How are you able to rip yourself out of the actual medicine part? The story that comes to mind when you prompt me like that is my, the program director that I had during residency, a, a guy named Patrick Cox. And Patrick brings this unbelievable excitement to what he does. And when you're feeling the drudgery of making decision after decision and doing a lot of 
nitty gritty work in front of a computer that doesn't actually feel like it's helping somebody to talk with somebody who's just insanely excited about what you're doing and brings that energy to you in a way that uh, you you probably are not able to bring yourself because you're too deep into it really is super inspiring and exciting. And one of the the, the great lines that Patrick always said is like he would take educational pearls from other people and he would make them his own. And so, and he would say, what he would, what he would, yeah, he would say good artists borrow and great artists steal. And it's so true that you got to just take what somebody else did and you make it your own. And maybe you do it a little bit better than the way that you, you learned it. But it's the idea that like, we're, we're a reflection of all of the people that trained us in medicine. And so much of what we do is an apprenticeship rather than something you learn in a book. And so you watch people talk to patients, you watch people make clinical decisions and you learn from the way that they do it. I, I tell a lot of the, the residents and the, the medical students that I work with, you should be mindful, not just of the peop- the way that people do things well, but you should also have your like what not to copy list. And the you anti- should be anti-mentor. Super- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jinx. You should be super cognizant of the way that people do things poorly. I, I also assume, Greg, that uh, the line, you know, good artists borrow, but great artists steal is not for surgeons and only for folks who treat patients because that might get, give the wrong impression. I'm pretty sure it was a stolen line also. So is there a certain augmenting principle of the eight principles that we talk about that really jumped out to you? I think you mentioned one. Resilience. Life is hard and life in a competitive career is really, really hard. And so much of the way that a mentor helps you or the way that you help somebody else is through like helping people navigate the times when you really screwed up. Every doctor lear- like remembers the cases where something went wrong a thousand times more than the cases where you made the right decision. And just like poker players. Exactly. I can tell you every single detail of the flop and the turn of the times where I've made a bad clinical decision and something has gone wrong. I can tell you almost nothing about the times where my decision-making has been good. Greg, for some of our listeners who are in the medical field or, or want to become doctors, you mentioned the power and comfort of the community of being able to basically shoot the breeze outside of the hospital and share the, the highs and lows that intensity that goes on in the hospital. How do you do that with yeah. somebody that's not directly in your peer group? Like if somebody wanted to reach out to you and to get to know you a tad more than just, you know, this uh, avalanche of wisdom running through the halls of the cardiology uh, department, you know, what, what would be an appropriate way to both value your time and position, but also uh, where you would enjoy giving back to somebody who is trying to come up? The career advice that I would give somebody based on where I'm at right now and what my expertise is like, if you're a college student who is interested in getting into medical school and doesn't fully know what where that's going to take you. You need somebody who's familiar with the mechanics of how do you make your med school application look really good. If you want to get into med school, you need to go to somebody who does med school admissions or who's familiar with what that process is. Get a mentor who's at the right level. And maybe it's one level above you, or maybe it's just somebody who has expertise in your area. That's great. So you need to be pretty specific, recent, and it sounds like really tangible, right? Like you want somebody who's going to be able to provide really practical advice for you 
as you're going along. And probably the longer term, you know, medical professionals who have been in the world a long time may have really broader information to share, big picture, how to work with patients, et cetera. But in terms yeah. of like nuts and bolts of getting from point A to point B, keep it like recent, you know, keep it really focused on what you're focused on. Also, I just want to say too, I love your newsletter. I read it all the time and you just do a phenomenal job of communicating health information in a way that makes sense. So thank you for that. Cause that's really not... nice of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Shout out the newsletter, Greg, where can they find you on the internet if they want to follow you? So I write an email newsletter uh, at Substack, Gregory.cat, or sorry, I write an email letter at Substack, GregoryCats.substack.com. I write about health, cardiology, cardiovascular disease, prevention, a little bit about COVID, although I'm frankly kind of sick of the pandemic. Aren't we all? And I think that we all are. Have a good weekend. Take care. Thank you. Julie. I'm a bit more of a Scrubs medical TV show individual, but I guess Grey's Anatomy is fine too. And of course, do you know why I, I like Scrubs the most? And that's because Zach Braff and his best friend have just such on-screen chemistry love. Like, how can you not just enjoy how they genuinely like each other on and off the show? Like other bros you know? <laughs> I wish. I mean, Greg Katz doesn't do a chest bump to celebrate a great softball play with me as much as we used to, but I'm sure he could still I try. make it happen. I try to give you high fives, but then you just give me funny faces. So <laughs> I guess it's not the same. I totally agree with you. I did. I, it was a little overwhelming. I found Grey's Anatomy, a lot of schmaltz. Schmaltz is the official, I think, title uh, with Grey's Anatomy. But I did really appreciate Dr. Katz's perspective. And I just love to hear how mentoring shows up in all these different places. It's just incredible. And I was so inspired to hear how he looked for mentors along the way, how he mentors others, and then the ways that people kind of go through really tough times together as you do in the medical field and how you partner up and pair up and take care of each other. So I was inspired by that. Also excited, Jimmy. I'm excited. I'm always excited, generally. I'm very excited because I can see a lot of listeners starting to write in and share with us how mentoring is showing up in their different professions. So I think teachers, folks in the media, people who write tickets, meter maids. Weathermen, astrophysicists, handy ladies, dog walkers, superintendents. Exactly. We want to hear from you. And also we want to hear any of your tips and tricks for success in the medical field. And if you think maybe Greg missed something, we want to hear from you as well. We love being powered by our listeners. It really gives us energy to continue to be out there and doing that doing this and to be a megaphone for folks helping each other get further faster together. So write us hi at augmenters.us to Julie and Jimmy, and we look forward to having you on. And this was a great episode. Thanks, Jimmy. It was amazing to hear from Greg. And I need to find a mentor in the medical field because I know if Greg Katz has your back, you are in a good place for life. So don't sleep on getting to know doctors, nurses, even nutritionists in your life. Dietitians, I think, with a T. <laughs> Augmenters out. We hope this episode was brief yet bright, and now it's time to read us out. And remember, we are here because real relationships have the power to transform organizations and build dynamic communities. Go ahead, Jimmy. Absolutely. Augmenters supports mentoring that matters. Visit our website for the best interactive mentoring content at augmenters.us. Share our podcast with someone you care about, someone who needs a new mentoring relationship in their life pronto. 
We welcome questions and suggestions via email, hi at augmenters.us, or via social media with our handle at augmentershq. Shout out to our producers, Erlen Cato. Thank you. Augmenters out. See ya. Thank you.